0: Time to get started. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNX.
1: appreciate that kind of knowledge sure
2: sure absolutely
1: um not for you though with those beluga whales you were no, just yeah. i was enthralled.
2: i was uh, <laughs> yeah i was something i was something no i was up at the aquarium in chicago and if you've never been it's a beautiful place but they've got seals they've got yeah, i think they the got penguins aquarium. yeah the shed aquarium and they've got uh they got beluga whales and they i have went. Everything. I went with my parents and my family when I was a little kid and the beluga whales were waving at
0: us.
2: (laughs) Or at least I thought they were waving
1: at us. Something was moving. Something was moving. And you You were waving right back. I was waving
2: right back. I'm like, hi, guys. My parents were like, oh, my. Let's walk. And we're walking. And we're moving. And we're
1: walking. And
2: we're moving.
1: (laughs) Never (laughs) going to think of a beluga whale. The same again.
2: Absolutely not.
1: Um, well, over the weekend, I had uh, time to check out the Illinois State Museum, and oh. I didn't think it was going to be very big. It's kind of like tucked away, you know, on um, Lawrence or Cook. Okay, and uh, I just didn't think it was going to be anything too special, but my wife and I were looking to just go do something, get a little bit of knowledge. Yeah, learn some stuff. And uh, so she kind of she checked it out, and there was this uh, pretty cool um, display of this dude's art. So we went, and we go in. This place is the Bee's Knees, I right mean, here in Springfield. Right here, well, and it's absolutely free. You don't uh-huh. have to pay to get in. Um, and you go, and they have basically it takes you through like the entire history of the state of Illinois. Like, we used to be underwater, then we used to be like on the equator and super tropical. No and then way. We, were, it was, we had an ice age, and then we warmed up again. Like, it's just wild. Like, all of the stages uh, that Illinois's been through. And so that all the science stuff is on the main level. And this is fun, too, because it's, like, interactive stuff. Like, when you were a kid, <clears throat> you know, you get to pick up the phones, and they, like, talk to you about the stuff. Right. Uh, you get to go into the theater, and they have, like, this cool movie for you to watch. Um, I thought it was quite boring. But that's just me. <laughs> I, still, I have like a little bit of uh, a fear of these museums because I ask questions in, in these museums and it always wow. is a dumb question and it bites me in the, in the butt.
2: What was the Abraham Lincoln question? When yeah, no, he... I, exactly, yeah. So
1: <laughs> when, I, when I, my family was here, and if you've heard this story, uh, awesome, if you haven't, well, you're about to learn something about me. That's pretty bad. Um, my family was visiting and we went to go to Abraham Lincoln's house and tour it. Like that's the Mecca thing to to do in Springfield, right? And so we go and Ranger Richard, uh, who, gosh, I mean, he loves Lincoln more than he loves probably himself. (laughs) Um, And so he's giving us kind of this talk in the theater before, and he he kicks it off by saying, you know, this is the house you're about to see is the only house that Abraham Lincoln ever owned. And I was like, in my mind, (laughs) I was like, no, no. He's he's mistaken. Obviously, can't be the only house he ever owns. Sure, on. sure. And so, uh, you know, I'm trying to think of like I'm just waiting for the questions. So everything he's saying is in one ear, out the other. Oh, I'm just yeah. waiting for those questions. So question time comes, I raise my hand, total confidence. You know, like <laughs> like, like let's get to the bottom of this, Ranger Richard. <laughs> And uh, I, I was like, you know, you said that this was the only house he ever owned. And Ranger Richard was like, yep, yep, without a doubt. And I was like, but
0: what about when he came back from the White House? It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 7- W N N S. I I need more coffee this morning.
2: Not going to lie.
1: <laughs> not going to lie. <laughs> I'm glad you're not lying. <laughs> I'm glad you're not lying. It's okay. though. Know, you know, we all have those days.
2: I got a
1: case of the Mondays. Mm. Oh, the Mondays. That reminds me of Office Space. You ever seen that movie?
2: Oh, gosh. It's been a while. Isn't that Uh, the one where they beat up the computer in the field?
1: Yes. That's the most famous part from that. So you could have not seen that movie and still know about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you've seen that movie.
2: I've seen that. (laughs)
1: Me? <laughs> well, it's time for something. I said I'm a win. <laughs> totally. This day in history, let's see what's going on all the way back to 1807. Former Vice President Aaron Burr, September, October.
2: Aaron Burr
1: <laughs> is arrested in Alabama. Arrested. He was subsequently tried for treason, but uh, the glove didn't fit. So So they acquitted.
2: (laughs) Stupid. Great.
1: Idiot. Embarrassed in front of my friends. Where's your thoughts? 1878, Thomas Edison receives a patent for his phonograph, which is the uh, first... uh, Phone? No, the phonograph phonograph is what we listen to music on, right? Or what they started listening to music on? Oh, yeah. I think so.
2: You said phone, and I'm like, phone, (laughs)
1: yes. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Well, I said phonograph. Phone was just a sound. Well, I I, that word. I heard the phone. Whatever. Part. 1912. 1912. The first prize is inserted into a Cracker Jacks box.
2: I wonder what it was.
1: Um. Hmm. I wonder if it was like a bouncy ball or something.
2: <laughs> something cool like moonshine. or <laughs>
1: yeah, right. Back in the day, it was Lucky Strike cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, child. You'll be a smoker for life. Ha, <laughs> ha, 1945 30,000 US Marines land on Iwo Jima. Oh my god, wow. that is just incredible.
2: My goodness.
1: Um 1968, the first nationwide broadcast of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood airs on PBS.
2: All the way back in 1968.
1: Oh my god. I wonder what that was like. I wonder what it was like comparatively to like the Mr. by the time we got to when we were kids. Right, right. Like what it was like uh
2: how it had changed. Right.
1: 1974. Four, Dick Clark presents the first American Music Awards.
2: Oh, very good. The That's AMAs. Nice.
1: The AMAs, yeah. Dick Clark, wow.
2: Is he still alive? He He's is dead. not. He's, not. Yeah. He's dead. He's passed. He has, he has passed.
1: Okay. Uh, 1981, George Harrison is ordered to pay ABCO Music $587,000 for subconscious plagiarism over his song My Sweet Lord. What? And the uh, chiffon's He's So Fine. Oh
2: subconscious plagiarism? Yeah, I mean, I get that.
1: I get that. Like, you know, you have a tune in your head, you're not so sure where it's from, and, you know, you kind of pluck it out, and it's like, okay, this is cool. I could totally get that. I mean, it exists for a reason.
2: Like, chord progressions are not copyrighted, but melodies themselves could (coughs) be copyrighted. Right, right,
1: right. You're so smart. Thank you. 1985, Cherry Coke is introduced by the Coca-Cola Company.
0: It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on (laughs) 98.7
1: WNNS. What they're saying is in this age of digital media, it's uh, happening to more people than it was happening to before. Oh, I see. Excessively scrolling you know browsing through the new posts the alerts engagements advertisements triggers a small dopamine release and uh, it rewards the brain that fuels the cycle you know it the just endless keeps on going. Cycle. that's why we can't go to bed at night that's why our thoughts are so fast and and if they're not fast they're slow
2: this is true and or if they're, they're slow just- they're too fast or they're just combobulated.
1: <laughs> right. Great. The constant digital stimulation appears to be affecting our brain performance. Apparently. Oops. Yeah. Well, you think, I mean, do you ever feel overwhelmed for no reason? Do you, I mean, do you like thinking uh, like and t- all of a sudden you're scrolling and you just like put your phone down and you're like, ah, oh, that's too much. Or do you not feel that at all?
2: No, no, no. I definitely feel that way sometimes where I've gone down a rabbit hole of looking at too much New Heights podcast stuff or whatever on, what is it, Facebook Watch? You can get sucked into. Oh, dude, yeah. All those And then things. the
1: algorithm just starts building more, like it just takes you down that rabbit hole because right. if you know if you spend the time watching a full video maybe not the next video but the next couple you switch it's going to be a similar video
2: exactly and, exactly uh, and then you just keep watching and yeah. watching and watching
1: it's wild research suggests that uh, neural pathways in the brain sounds very smart are uh, in quotes being rerouted or adapted to accommodate the demands of multitasking And rapid information processing. That kind of sounds like it would help us in the long run.
2: Right. Rapid information processing, that's a good thing, right?
1: If we can successfully do it, (laughs) which uh, may come at the expense of being able to engage deeply and thoughtfully with content, uh, potentially impact learning, memory, and emotional regulation over time. There's only so much our brain can do at once
2: right exactly so, so many tasks it can handle exactly. at one time
1: uh, popcorn brain there you'll probably start hearing a lot more of this out there uh, to be honest um, can negatively affect social interactions patience oh yeah God. I can see that emotional well-being oh God and <laughs> uh, productivity while increasing anxiety and the potential for burnout. Fantastic. Uh, I love popcorn brain. It's the best. I think I have this now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Here are some suggestions Haig and Glazer have for uh, easing popcorn brain.
2: Blazer. Laser. Blazer (laughs) Blazer and
1: Glazer. (laughs) Glazer. This is what the uh, American Gladiators ended up doing, studying tech. (laughs) <laughs> well, limit tech usage to certain times and undergo digital detoxes to let the brain rest and recharge. What do you think of that?
2: Okay. Uh, I'll
1: so try. So, no, you can't? No, you can't? Limit tech usage? Well, here's the deal. For our job, we can't really. Exactly. It's kind of a bummer. But my wife is doing it. She's, she's doing it. I'm seeing it.
2: She's checking out. She's Yeah, I mean off. she
1: uses her she uses her phone mainly for games now, like the little like stupid little games. But okay. I mean in terms of like the she's turned off notifications, her screen time's down, her social media time's down.
0: Welcome back.
1: You're intelligent, you're charismatic, you're the total
0: package. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on 987 WNNS.
1: We're going to the box office report for Over the Weekend, um, which there are some good movies out there. There are some good movies out there, definitely. Land of Bad came in at number 10, which I don't know anything about. It sounds cool, I guess. I don't
2: know. I start thinking Land of the Lost when I hear Land of. I know.
1: Can you mm. look up Land of Bad?
2: Yeah, hang on.
1: Google that Land and see what that looks of... like. $1.8 million that wow So the, the top 10 over the weekend all hit over a million, which is. Oh, it's uh, an
2: action thriller.
1: It sounds like an action thriller. With
2: Liam Hemsworth. Liam
1: Hemsworth? What?
2: And Russell Crowe?
1: Russell, really?
2: Yeah. I don't
1: know. He was making movies. And Luke Hemsworth. The Hemsworth bros? Yeah. Okay, Land of Bad. All right, cool. That's one of the Thors, right? Who plays Thor? Chris Hemsworth?
2: It's, wait, Liam, Luke, Chris, right? Chris Hemsworth.
1: Wow, geez. Save some for the rest of us Hemsworths. (laughs) Uh, Number nine, Lisa Frankenstein, uh, 2.03 million. Anyone but you came in at number eight, 2.06 million. Very close to Lisa. The beekeeper, Jason Statham's. Ooh. The beekeeper, um, 3250000 million. That's been holding strong for a while.
2: It must be more exciting than what I'm thinking, because I'm just thinking of a guy out in a field.
1: Like, Nobody yep. touches my bees. <laughs> Hands off the bees. Yeah. He makes guns that shoots bees. You're, he makes uh, guns for bees. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my pretties, away! <laughs> 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 That's so cute now. Uh, <laughs> number six, Wonka. Uh, still, I mean. Well, the fact that Wonka's been out for what, like a month and a half? Right. And uh, it's still, you know, just in the uh, bottom five of the top 10 is pretty awesome. Wonka brought in 3.4 million. Go see that if you haven't. Number uh, five, Chosen, season four, episode four and six. That's weird. They're playing TV shows at the movies. 3.44 million. And yeah, why are they doing that?
2: Different. Well, I mean, weird. I guess they're making money off of they're it. They're making so. money. Yeah, there you it's go. number
1: five. Migration, still doing uh, well, 3.75 million. We also have Argyle at number three. The movie about the cat, Spy. Yeah. Or the cat that belongs to a spy? Really not sure what's happening there. Sure. But, uh, that's okay. Um, Madam Web, which opened this weekend, came in at number two, $15.1 million. That's with Sydney Sweeney. Yes. She's very... yeah. yeah, yes, yeah. I, for sure. I enjoy her. She's uh, delightful. Yes. Uh, and then finally, I'm not surprised... One love, Bob Marley. Ah. $27.7 million that made. Whoa. Um, you know, that's, an, that's a biopic that I'm definitely excited to see. But you know what I'm excited to see probably more than anything else what? at this point? The Michael biopic.
2: Oh, yeah. That's going to
1: be, if if dudes, if his, it's his nephew, right?
2: I think it's his nephew, Michael's nephew.
1: Yeah. If he pulls it off the way that everybody is saying, and I think he's going to pull it off, um, he could just come into the industry blazing, win an Academy Award on his first try. Could you imagine that?
0: It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah and Sarah. <laughs> Sarah on 98.7 WNNS.
1: International tug of war day. Now, okay. is O, when you say tug, O war, is O the same as of? I is think it, so. Tug of war. Okay, tug of war. Yeah, because I was—I thought it was tug of war, not tug of war. Who says oh, tug of war? Tug of war. Tug, tug of war.
2: T-U-G-G-A. Tug of war.
1: No, I thought it was tug dash o, like little apostrophe, oh. like oh, McCanahan, <laughs> oh, Manley, oh, that kind of o. Oh, see, tug of war. I see. I see. I see. It's Iwo Jima day. Uh, this is, uh, it was a big battle in the history of the United States. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know a Medal of Honor winner from Iwo Jima. Really? This guy, Jack, I forget his last name. I, I met him when my uncle was uh, taking command of uh, an aircraft carrier, the USS Iwo Jima hybrid carrier. Whoa. And uh, he was at this big uh, um, inaugural uh, sail, whatever you call it. Uh-huh. Maiden voyage. Oh, okay and I met him and he w- he said he was like I was probably a uh, freshman in high school at the time he was like if they ever make a movie about me son you're gonna be playing me and I was like that's <laughs> fantastic how can we make that happen <laughs> sure <laughs> but this dude he was he he lied he was like 14 years old or something forged his parents signatures got on uh, got into the military oh went in my he was gosh. like 14 years old he ended up saving like 10 people's lives because he jumped on a couple of grenades and threw his uh, helmet over the grenades.
2: No way. And they went
1: off. He lived uh, oh shrapnel in his gosh. stomach and oh. uh, the Medal of Honor. Wow. It's a crazy story. Yeah. Just should one make of a, many.
2: I would, was going to say they should make a movie about him. I know.
1: I And I, I don't know if I could play him anymore <laughs> as a kid, but uh, that Man. would be cool. That would have been great. National Arabian Horse Day. Ooh. Ooh. Arabian horses are beautiful.
2: They are beautiful. I think my friend Amy has one. Really? It's black. It's gorgeous. It's silky.
1: why aren't you bringing the horse to the station? What's up, Amy? Hey, Amy. Uh, That sounded creepy. Hey, Hey, Amy. (laughs) National Chocolate Mint Day. Ooh, I love chocolate mint. I know you do. Uh, Mm -hmm. My wife does, too. I'm not a huge fan. Like the Fraser mints that you get on the pillows at... uh, I don't know, Motel 6s, whenever sure, they do yeah. that. They don't do that anymore, I don't think. Either way, uh, those are okay. But, like, I don't like the, the what do you call it, the Girl Scout mint cookies. You don't
2: like Thin Mints? Thin Mints.
1: I don't like Thin Mints. Whoa. They, they give me nothing. They give me nothing. They
2: give me everything. Well,
1: you take them. Oh, you my
2: take gosh. take all of them. I sure will.
1: National Lash Day.
2: Lashes. Do you
1: I, have fake lashes on?
2: No, I don't have fake lashes on. No. I don't even have mascara on this morning. Do I you just have lashes.
1: Out of bed. <laughs> Do I have lashes? No. You're, they're blonde. You can barely see. I them. know. I know. Um, let's see. National Vet Girls Rise Day.
2: That Excellent. Cool. President's Day. That's right. Bennett's got the day off of school.
1: My wife has the day off of work. And
0: here we are. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on 987 W N N
1: S. Usher performed a medley of hits uh, during his last Sunday's game and uh, was joined on stage by Alicia Keys, her Will I Am and more. Jermaine Dupri looked like a uh, child.
0: <laughs> but uh, let's hear what
1: Usher had to say because uh, you know, it's actually really nice.
0: Why didn't things work out uh, with Justin Bieber? You know what? Uh, they did work out with Justin. Um, you know,
1: I honored and 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 you know, I, I think that it it might have been the fact that he was just wanting to to tell a different story right now, and I understand that. But we we did have a brief conversation. You know, we're gonna do something else in the future, and but no love lost or anything like that. It's a lot of pressure for the Super Bowl, obviously, for me to put together a show. So I reached out to everybody. Justin wasn't the only person that I actually spoke to about doing the Super Bowl the moment was maybe for later yeah, he, he's gonna play the Super Bowl I, I'll go ahead and give you that in the future I, I, I profess that over his life and over his time because he, he has a career that deserves it it just didn't happen but that doesn't mean it's not going to pretty gracious response
2: that's very nice of him very nice putting that over out into the universe saying, <laughs> yeah He's going to do the Super Bowl at some
1: point. Yeah, 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 very cool. They seem to have a pretty special
2: relationship. That they do. That <laughs> no, they do. All the producers of the 2022 biopic Whitney Houston "I Wanna Dance with Somebody" licensed more than 20 of the singer's songs for the use in the film, and is now being sued by Sony Music for allegedly evading payment.
1: Oh, oops. You know what? That mu- that movie didn't do as well as it thought it was going to do. Uh-oh. And so maybe, I don't know, uh, I just hate it. yeah, whatever.
2: Yeah, the company claims that despite several reminders, Anthem films still won't settle up. Mm. As a result of Anthem's <clears throat> failures, defendants' use of the SME recordings in the film has been unauthorized and defendants have had no legal right to use the SME recordings. Sony's attorneys wrote in the complaint, oh boy, reviews of the film which starred Naomi Ackie and iconic singer and uh, singer and Stanley Tucci as Clive Davis were mixed. Oh, boy. But the film eventually grossed about $60 million worldwide. It's not clear how much Sony is asking for in the suit. About $60, $60 million. million. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: what do you got in your wallet? That's what we're going to take. That's what we want. <laughs> well, Taylor Swift donated hundred grand to a GoFundMe for the family of Lisa Lopez Galvin, who was a radio host, um, yeah. the woman who was killed in the shooting at the uh, Kansas City Chiefs victory celebration last week. In quotes, sending my deepest sympathies and condolences in the wake of uh, your devastating loss, the singer wrote, with love, Taylor Swift. The fundraiser was originally only seeking 75000 but has now surpassed $350,000. Wow. Um, you know, the public came out. Her boyfriend, Chief's tight end, Travis Kelsey, also donated $100,000 um, of his own to the Reyes family, who's. Two daughters were shot in the incident.
2: Just, I still can't believe that happened.
1: I know. It's wild. It's terrible. Um, You know, did you hear about that stuff, the TMZ thing, talking about how they all went out to celebrate after the the shooting? Do you have any thoughts on that? I have
2: a picture of him.
1: They're all like celebrating out at a restaurant. Taking selfies and stuff. Yeah.
2: Maybe they didn't know how serious it was. Maybe they... Uh, <laughs> I think
1: they knew how serious it was. I mean, she wrote, it's super sad what happened, but we're not going to let it ruin our
0: celebration. Good morning, Springfield. So exciting, the audience will stop it It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah. So
1: delighting,
0: it will run for 50 years. On 98.7 WNNS.